Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Family podcast people, do you want to be the most amazing family you could be? The most amazing parents you can be? The most crazy cool family-parents you can be? We have this amazing resource we call Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is more than a podcast. It's more than a YouTube video. It's more than a Facebook post. It's more a mem- than a website. Yes. It's more, more, more. It's, it's a membership site. It's actually an invitation for you as parents to come in and learn and learn from our 30 plus years of experience when it comes to parenting. It's filled with all sorts of videos about all the things that you need to or you could learn about how to be a crazy cool family. So all you have to do, it's so easy to sign up. It's free. And that's a really good price. and, And you have access. Yeah. You have access to all of our content. Every day, 24-7, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. All you got to do is go to Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. That is Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. Don't forget the dots, dot, dot. And it takes two minutes to sign up, and you'll start getting our weekly emails, our weekly Basecamp newsletter emails, as well as have access to all of our courses. You can do it in your small groups. You can do it individually. You can do it with your spouse. Basecamp is the way to learn to be a crazy cool parent. So come on in. Come be a member for free. Yep. We can't wait to connect with you. Hello and welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast. Just Don today. No Suzanne because I have a very, <laughs> very, very special guest with me. Um, you know him as Tim Hawkins. And if you've been on YouTube or you have seen a show, Tim has... I was just looking, man. Some of your sh- some of your songs, Tim, have well. Welcome, first, Tim. Welcome to the podcast. I accept your welcome, Don. <laughs> there you go. And, you know, some of those. I was looking on YouTube. Some of those songs have fourteen million views. Yeah, I mean that's like that's more than St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think half of those are from one homeschool family in Idaho. <laughs> I don't. I don't get the big head about that. That's it. They've watched them over and over. They have it on repeat (laughs) on all their TVs in their house. Well, Tim is a, I'm, I'm not kidding when I say this, I've, I've known Tim for a long time, so I'm a little biased, but funniest comedian I've ever heard. I I, I absolutely mean that. Funniest comedian I've ever heard. If you want to go and have some family fun and we're going to talk about having family fun today, but go to YouTube and just, just, um, search Tim Hawkins and look at all the different uh, clips. And uh, he's actually going on tour again this year, right? You're uh... I think so. I, I think I still know how to do it. It's been a while. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, I, I guess I have no other skills. So it's, this is, this is it. it, it it's, this is my path. It, yeah. It's either that or McDonald's, right? It, 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 I, and that's basically true. I, I tell people I do comedy out of desperation. I, I It's not out of inspiration. It was pure desperation because I really have no other skills. Okay. You know? So I don't know if you'll remember this, but you remember telling me the story before you got started about driving the car in the, the, the hot summer 
Uh, do you remember this? And the windshield wipers just going yeah. crazy. Do you, do you refresh me on that? Oh, show? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is before car. you got started in comedy and you were kind of like. Yeah. Your just real life stuff. I mean, my my um, definition of success is having a car that starts when you turn the key and, you know, it's pretty much going to start. I mean, back in the day, that's just you just turn the key and prayed and hoped that it would it would start. But, yeah, one of our cars, it was a. A brown Bonneville, and um, there is, and the windshield wipers wouldn't turn off. It, they would just go constantly. There was no rubber wiper, so it was just just that metal, and it actually etched <laughs> an arc into my windshield, and it made you know. <laughs> this was this was before the fourteen million views, wasn't it? That was before. This is way. This is before fourteen <laughs> views, and. This is before we knew what YouTube even was. That's so, right. uh, so yeah, so here I am in dead, you know, in Dallas in the, you know, the the 100 degree heat, not a cloud in the sky. This guy's windshield wipers are going off at a tear. So and you're driving down the road. Remember, I remember you saying you were driving down the road and everybody's just looking at you because it's 100 degrees in August. <laughs> no rain in sight for days. No rain. And your no windshield rain. wipers are going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Like this is why the chicks don't dig me. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm driving this car, um, but yeah, and I, you know, and I still, I still have uh, a gratefulness from all of that. I still, are, I'm well aware of, you know, where I've been, and um, just like I said, being thankful for a car that works, and uh, and and all that stuff. Um, and, yeah, and, and now uh, fast forwarding, healthy children have four beautiful children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, they're not uh, children anymore but yeah they're they're awesome and it's great to see them develop and and become their own people and that i still am just as entertained by them as i always was but now i have a little more energy it's like we i, I we looked at some old pic- every time you look at a picture of when they were a kid it's just me laying down usually they're on top <laughs> of me i'm just white as a sheet i'm, I'm 30 pounds overweight you know <laughs> just you know uh, uh just a lot really tired but yeah once they get older it's like you have more time to kind of okay i can go work out again i can you know eat better again i'm not just eating the rest of their mcdonald's fries or whatever um that's um, awesome it's an interesting time I, I'm, I'm we're having a lot of fun in our 50s yeah and starting to have some grandkids uh, all they said you go from being dr no to being dr yes oh yeah absolutely you get I'm not saying no anymore. It's like with your grandkid. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Can I have a cookie. Yeah. You want to cook? You want the whole bag? You want to, <laughs> you want a cup of coffee? You know, your parents aren't going to be here for a half hour. Yeah. Let's go get you a latte or something. <laughs> well, and it, it segues well into what we're talking about because, you know, we have a lot of young parents listen to this and, and they are the ones that the kids are laying on right now and they're exhausted and they're not working out and all those things. But, <laughs> but we want to bring, you know, we, what we're talking about fighting for family. And I really, when I thought about, you know, just bringing Tim on, I'm like, how do we bring Tim? You know, one of the things I've learned from you over the years is you're a student of humor, you know, that it's not just something that you just walk up on stage and say, I'm going to be funny tonight. I'm just going to improv, although you're good at that too. But I mean, there really is a, a way for humor. And, and I'm just curious, like, as you, as you have been doing humor for so many years, how do you bring humor into a family? If you were going to take a 
a mom or a dad or a set of parents and say, okay, I'm going to be your humor coach for your family. I mean, what would you suggest to them to bring laughter and humor into their home? I say the, I'd say the number one way that you want to bring humor into your, into your home is to be relatable. And in, and to be relatable, you have to be authentic. You have to be yourself. It's not about trying to be witty. It's not about trying to be somebody else. It's about being your authentic self. More, more, I get more laughs when I'm telling the truth on stage because people relate more with it. I, the laughs are bigger because that's, it's all about connection. It's not about a magic trick. It's not about you putting on some kind of, you know, being, being goofy, which that's part of it. I mean, right. It's just, when people feel like you're at least trying to be yourself, you're at least trying to tell the truth. You're 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 making the effort to um, really express how you feel. Then th that's where trust opens up, and then that's where humor comes from. It's pure relatability. It's it's I I went for years being a comedian trying to come up with funny things instead of just saying things funny or saying just normal things that I felt passionate about. So I, I wouldn't think about how can I do a little joke, set a punch. I would live my life like with the radar up, like, it, and just looking for things I'm passionate about. Right. So if I see I'm, I'm driving around and something really irritates me. Okay. There's probably something there. Right. There's right. Where you find something irritating or something you love. I mean, Chick-fil-A, came out of, uh, I did a song, you know, a Chick-fil-A song. And it really basically stems from that experience of when you drive to a Chick-fil-A, you're ready for it, but you forget it's Sunday and you drive in the parking lot and you have, <laughs> panic, you have this panic attack. And, and I know, and so I wrote that song. That was the punchline of the song. And that's what made it so relatable because everybody who knows Chick-fil-A Right. They have had that experience. So I would just say that I, I would say it's not about you have to become you have to get a joke book and bring it into the house and sit all the kids down and, and right. say it, it's about um, your your experience with life and opening that up to your family. Um, you walking in the door, you're like, man, I, you know, this neighbor guy with his truck, he's parking it. Is he ever going to move that thing? Right. You know, I can't stand that. You, that that passion, that energy usually leads to, you know, hey, well, this is what I can't stand. You're, you're kind of creating an environment where your kids, your wife, they all feel like they can express themselves. They can share their vulnerabilities and their actual opinions. Well, and then, I mean, I think that's awesome because then like even a three-year-old can tell a funny story, you know, yeah. uh, and you can, they, they, they may not get it all right, but you can, and you can laugh with them. And so yeah. how do you, you know, I think a lot of families get into what I would call negative humor, where they're making fun of yes. the different people in the family and stuff. How do you make humor be not against somebody? Yeah, that that's the thing that uh, I had uh, I had kind of let in and I've kind of I, I felt like I created that in our house for a while. That was that wasn't good. It was that kind of jeering, um, aggressive, punching down kind of kind of humor um, and just and it's 
And so when you, when you, when that was happening, what would you, what were you seeing in your kids? What made you want to change? Well, it was seeing a critical, a a critical eye, jumping to the critical, jumping to the negative, jumping to, you know, punching down, they call it, um, which, um, yeah. And Heather really brought that to my attention. I mean, it was her that just kind of said, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like when we joke. And me, I'm like, I'm just like, ah, it's no big deal. But it really does. Um, it, it, it does affect the house. And I think what needs to be done, it, that comes from me, that comes from her, just kind of steering conversations like, hey, you know, if, if they're going after that, just not feeding into it, not, right. not relishing in that, not, not giving that fuel. Right. Um, just kind of there's there are ways that you can shut that down so how did you how did you flip it um flipped it by myself not doing it for one thing just just not not responding to it uh anything like that like when i and i I think there are times doesn't mean you can't rib one another right but there's that's that's one of the other things it's like i'm i think my goal was to teach my kids context there's a time to to turn it on and there's a time to turn it off. There's a time where the spotlight's on you and there's a time where you need to be listening and let this person shine. Oh, that's and, so good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and kind of that's, that's kind of what improv is when you're a comedian by yourself, it's up to you to come up with the, the comedy or the content. When you're with a group, you're the one setting them up. You're like, you, you're playing, they call it the straight man. You're like, uh, uh, uh just setting the stage for them to okay now the lights on them it's it's time for them to express and and, and that's a really cool thought uh you know as you were talking about that I'm, I'm thinking about spencer the the bit where spencer comes in and he's talking about how ripped he is yeah you know and you know and you basically say hey dad you know what's your body fat percentage and then you know what do you do what, goes, what's goes, a, yeah, what tell yeah, me yeah he said you know just walking in he just got the his shirt off, just ripped, you know, he's got the, he, he's got the eight pack or whatever it is. And he's goes and he drinks the milk and he just, <laughs> pour, you know, just sprays it all over his face. <laughs> he's like, he's rubbing his stomach. goes, Hey dad, I got 8% body fat. What do you got? And I'm like money. <laughs> so I said, why don't you, I said, I got money. I got a vehicle. Why don't you walk to the gym? Maybe it'll drop down to 7%. We'll see how that works. That'll help you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That, but uh, that just, that, popped into my head, but there was a, I think it's a great point that says, sometimes you got to let the kids have the stage that part of bringing humor into the house is, is bring, letting your kids be on stage and bring in that environment where you're the, I think you just said it well, you're the straight guy and you, you encourage them. Oh, tell me that story. What what happened at school today? Oh, that's hilarious. You know, just giving them feedback, right? What do you think? Give them the follow-up questions. Well, what did that, how did that make you feel? What did you, you know, you're like interviewing them. You're just, um, you're going deeper. It's not like I, I'm waiting for you to be quiet so I can tell my story. It's, you know, it, it, it's just, once again, it's that like an improv, you're trying to, you're working together for, um, um, how shall I say, for an end. You, you have an end in mind, you, which is, uh, you know, it's, it's a win-win. You're just working together to, and, and really, that's that's what it's about. It, it's about that shared experience. It's about you're building that relationship, building that trust. Where hey, they may be neglected or rejected in all parts of the world, but in our house, 
they've got a voice and you know and that's not i'm not perfect look don i've not given my kids three really good pieces of wisdom but i think i have helped in creating an environment where they can shine where they are appreciated um and uh where at least they have they can they can workshop ideas and thoughts and um because i i don't know proofs in the pudding they're just they're very bold kids right and they're very confident and and sure there are lots of things where i i've i could have done a whole lot better and a lot of stuff where you know we we all have that but but they are i think they have a sense of context they have a sense of um they uh, of of how to how to how to treat people and they're very they're very teachable and they're just they're they're fun well like, i, I crazy, love hanging out with them and crazy cool and that's and i think that a crazy cool family we talk a lot about creating a culture in your home creating culture so the relationships can flourish and i yeah. think that that really happens when you allow humor into your home when they have when they can just be silly when mm-hmm. and you talked about being authentic when we come in and we're just silly and we are ourselves and we bring in our own humor and we let them have humor. It is a, it is a huge confidence builder. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, wouldn't you agree that oh, yeah. letting your kid be themselves and letting them have that safe place where they can come in? What you, I think you just said something like process that you didn't say process. You said something else, just be able to work through it and, and have, and, and tell the story and, and be silly. That brings confidence into our kids. Yeah. And it brings, it brings comfort. Um, it's there and there's, and and one of the, and I'll just bring this up too. uh, just another tool that you have is, is your phone is your, is, are the screens. I mean, we, uh, we have a a family thread and it's kind of funny that, that it'll, the, the name of the thread will change, you know, uh, to whatever (laughs) kid wants to change some crazy name. But like, like this morning, I'll see it. I'll see a TikTok video and I'll, I'll forward it to everybody. It's just a great way to and it doesn't take much it's just um it, uh it, it's it, it's it's simple it's just a simple connection um it's it's just another outlet that people can share something that they experienced that was funny or they can um just great things happen uh, well and, and just that. another example of instead of being afraid of technology how do we how do we use technology mm-hmm. to bring community into our home you know, with yeah. a, whether that be just a text stream. I mean, you know, our girls are sending videos of our grandkids now all the time, you know, of just things that they're doing and, yeah. and things that they're saying. And it just brings connection. It brings humor. It brings life into the home. And when that happens, then everybody gets lifted up. Yeah. And, and I think you're exactly right. When we get away from, um, Having to be the center, I mean, you said some really cool things, and I just come back to some, some of those. Not having to be the center stage all the time, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, I think of just you know, so often when we come in, we're so concerned about what needs to be done that we're not just letting our kids live, you know, and play yeah. and have fun and laugh. Um, yeah, and you know, and, and it just seems like we get caught up in our to-do list instead of caught up in just living life, right? That's true. And, and it's also um, showing your kids you're not afraid. Like sometimes kids will want to say things just to see if that pushes one of your buttons or, oh, you know, wow. test, yeah. they're all about testing boundaries. And I think that 
um, yeah, just not, I mean, cause we've known some families that, that have really kind of shown us a model for that. They can talk about anything and that's, and that is really great. I, I, man, if you can, if you can have that kind of a situation where your kid comes with you, something that's pretty raw and, um, you know, uh, and I know, and we've seen families like that are just, they're just too, they're just quick, so quick to wait, let's, let's, that's about, you know, don't go, don't go there. Or, right. Cause, um, but, but I think if you can cultivate that, that um, experience where you're not afraid to press in and stay in an awkward place for a while um, and, and just be there. And, and would you say that as you've talked to, you know, thinking about humor and in the family that, you know, we talk about telling stories from our past mm-hmm. and, and, and how we relate yep. to, you know, oh, I went <laughs> yeah. through some of that too. And, and yeah. really just, I would call it kind of self, we, we don't want to condemn the other people in our family, but right. self-deprecating humor about the, oh man, today, you know, like I was just telling you a story of, so McCade, my youngest, just got the Oculus uh, you know, virtual reality thing. And they were just having the best time watching me mm-hmm. try to do the virtual reality stuff. Cause I'm so out of water. I mean, I was like, literally I was trying to hide from the guy that was trying to kill me. And so I ran, I literally ran over, like cl- fell over the bed because I was running away from the guy when I really just needed to stay there in my zone. Yeah. <laughs> that was there. And so they were just having a ball. Just, and I think so much of that humor comes from just participating with your kids and being willing to be, oh, dad's going to try this, you know, or things like yes. that, where you're willing to be just and, and then letting them laugh at you. You know, yeah. now it's with my grandkids and it's like, you know, just falling down and being silly or something just to make mm-hmm. them laugh. And uh, yeah. because laughter is just a, a remedy for the soul. Well, it's like, remember when you used to see like a teacher at the grocery store and you thought that, well, like, what is she doing here? Right. It's like, well, this person's a human being. It's like, and that's what you're talking about is like, right. you're like, you're, you're expressing you. It's a feeling of humanity. It's your, I'm a human being too. Yes. I'm your dad. And yes, I, yes, I, you know, have all these other things that I do and tell you what to do and tell you what not to do, whatever, but I'm a human being too. and um yeah once you know they uh they latch on to that you know what's really fun is is like recently uh i think spencer's been taking some old vhs tapes and and transferring to digital so them seeing like me seeing at my cousin's wedding right in 1996 they just love that right so if there's any any kind of old footage or stuff of you before you had kids and, and it truly, it, it, it really pictures are one thing, but video yeah, where you're seeing yourself and they're seeing you. I, oh, that, you see you as a little kid or something. Oh, oh yeah. And it's yeah. always, it's always funny. And they're always make a comment about your mullet hair or your, <laughs> or your, you know, your nineties sweater right. or what car you were driving or you playing a, a guitar solo in your basement, you know, um, yeah. in any of that stuff is it, it's, it's hilarious because they're staying into a place where, you know, and they don't know, they just, when they were, they were raised in us being adults, right? We don't, 
so so what i'm saying is it's a, it's just another way that they can relate um and it's 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 been really funny it's i love it when they when they forward that stuff and kind of get a glimpse of that you know it is a it's a connection builder when they see you as a real person then and you know and we talk about a lot at crazy cool family about sharing your heart with jesus and things like that and, and your successes and your failures in life but when they see you and they realize oh dad was in middle school too yeah there's just and and dad was a you know dad you know was was a silly looking you know they see a picture of you in ninth grade with your in my black t-shirt and my hair parted down the middle you know and they're like oh wow dad how did you ever get a date you know how did you ever do that well it's just part of connecting with them oh yeah yeah and any any kind of vulnerabilities i think we shouldn't be scared of that you know like even if like you were a smoker like there's a picture of you with a cigarette in your hand it's like look i know maybe we don't want you smoking but it's still it's like this is this is who i was i mean i have yeah. you know like even like like friends they're pre they're pre jesus days were pretty pretty cray cray man they were nuts right. and uh, but <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, that's the room we don't go into. Go in, <laughs> walk around. It's like, why, why did you, why did you, why did, why did, why were you drinking beer? Because it was fun. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and then I, I because I didn't know like, Jesus at the time, you know, yeah, or, or whatever. It's, yeah. it, this, this is what I thought right. life was. And this was my journey. And, 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 and yeah, once, once again, I, I, you know, as far as with language, now that's, that's a tough one. I think with um, sometimes certain saucy language will come into play. I, I, I was, um, I think as a couple, you need to define what those boundaries are. You know, my thing was like, I don't, <clears throat> I don't like, like you were talking about before, I, I, um, the, where you're aggressive or you're bullying with your humor. If you're, if yeah. you're punched down, I don't like, I don't like taking God's name in vain. I don't do, I don't like that kind of stuff because I, I don't face it. I mean, a lot of TV and a lot of stuff that, that the, the kids watch that we watch, it's got, it's got language in it. And that, it, it, okay. I, I, I think hustle, I say, I think those are also opportunities. It's probably, you know, I, I don't want to be in that a lot. I, I can right. go in there for a while and, and consume it. But I also, that's, once again, you can use those as opportunities. Let's talk about that. Okay, the language, I get that. But what, I'm more about the attitudes. But, but you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, absolutely. And I think that that's another, you know, like a lot of times with, you know, parents want to protect their kids. And I think that's good. But sometimes, you know, they're going to see this stuff in the world. I think what you're talking about is, is just, you know, hey, like you might if the kids want to watch a show and they, we're questioning whether the show's there, maybe we watch the first episode with them and then have yeah. a conversation about it or whatever, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I think that, you know, it's good to protect. But, you know, as they are interacting with things, how do we how do we do it with them and then laugh at it with them? You know, it's so funny now as adults and as Christian adults, we think, oh, we can't laugh at this type of humor because, you know, we don't want to look we don't want to promote it in front of our kids, but man, funny's funny, you know, yeah. and, and we don't need to watch a comedian necessarily. That's, you know, cussing all the time or whatever, but I mean, 
you know, some of the, the shows we have, I mean, humor's funny, you know, funny's funny and we can laugh with our kids. Yeah. And you can help them too. You can get him like, oh, that was really that, that whole idea with that, that was really good. You know, I'm one, you know, the way he expressed it that way, you know, that's kind of tired. And that was, I thought that was a little bit hack. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, use it. It's like, I mean, with like Joe Rogan now, I mean, you know, listening to Joe Rogan, I, I personally don't think he cusses well. I, I don't think he, you know, right. I mean, I think that that what's going on there is interesting. And I think he's trying to be authentic. And really, that's one of his uh, appeals is that people trust what he says. At least they think, you know, he's not lying to them. Right. But, you know, that's another thing we're like, you know, I, I've said to my kids, I really like this conversation. What the guy says, I'm like the way he's putting it, it's like, uh, you know, I, that's just unnecessary. Just this right. that like tired and it's just like, yeah, I, I think makes such, you- but I think the cool deal is, is what I'm hearing from you is. It's just engaging with them about it. It's, yeah. you know, and, and there aren't lines, you know, there are things that, oh man, you probably shouldn't be watching that one. But yeah. I think sometimes we pull the line too far back and, 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 and then they're like, oh, what's out there? You know, instead of saying, you know, and, and, and then we can kind of, if we have their trust, we can guide them towards things that are, that are healthier for them. Yeah. You know, but, but I mean, it's all out there. And I mean, there, you know, we can't really control it as much as we can manage it and interact with them about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even checking in too. I mean, uh, with devices, there's just, I mean, how do you, you can put filters on to the cows come home, but there's still going to be even in advertisements and, right. you know, even little apps and stuff that pop up. It's just, it, it's just checking in um, on a, on a normal basis, which that's kind of what, I mean, with with, uh, with my youngest Jackson, we were kind of talking before about how our youngest are now sixteen, and the the it, the youngest usually gets treated more like a grandchild. Absolutely, <laughs> and yeah. so we're a little more loose. And it, I, I think that's funny that that's true. Like it's like they're just so they're just so gentle and nice. But I think they're nice because they think we're fragile and that we're frail. <laughs> and if they if they have any kind of reaction, then we're going to have a heart attack or yeah. one of our bones is going to break or something. Yeah. We're not um, going to be able to make it up the stairs to get them. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to he, save them. They're thinking he, he has enough problems. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> really, let's just be honest here. Yeah. Um, this, this guy is, he falls down a lot. He, differ, he forgets people's <laughs> names, you know, Oh, it was uh, so funny. So I got to stop you there for a minute. So, yeah. So I was at lunch with a friend of mine that we know. And, um, and so it was the day here we had a lot of ice. And so I get out of my car and walk up to this restaurant and I slip and fall on the ice. I mean, like feet up, bam, hit me, you know, fell on my hip type deal. And so, um, I went into lunch and I talked with my buddy and we parked right beside each other. And when he came out, he did the same thing. He fell in the same spot I did. And so I was telling Maddox, my 18 year old son about that. And he goes, dad, why did you fall? Okay. Dad, I don't fall on the, I may, I may slip on the ice, but you know, you're old because old people fall. And I was like, oh my goodness, (laughs) shut up. You young punk. (laughs) I like that question. Why? There's a person. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) <laughs> the reason I did that was, you know. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, yeah. we are old, and but our we, it's funny, Tim and I both have kids that are 16 and just started driving our last kids. So literally days apart, I mean, uh, yeah, um, Jackson's birthday's when? Yeah, February 22nd. Yeah, so McCade was February 8th, so just a couple weeks apart. And so we're, we're both going through the same, our last kid driving. And, um, you know, as we kind of land this plane, 
Um, I want to go back, parents, and just kind of summarize a little bit. Do you see what what Tim and I are talking about, about creating confident, world-changing kids that are that love life? It starts with creating the culture in your home. And part of that is just being real and being silly and allowing humor into your home. I mean, and, and Tim, you're just kind of saying what I'm hearing is that's one of the greatest gifts you think you've given to your kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it opens, it opens a lot of doors. I mean, I, I, I cultivated mine just because I think of out of shyness. Um, and it was a, it was kind of a, a tool that I used throughout life to open those doors you know, and I would yeah. kind of lay back. I, I, I didn't push the issue. I kind of let the game come to me a little bit. Like when I joined a new group, it was like, just waited for my moment. And then, you know, something would happen like, this is the time to step in and what be funny or just do something just to share my own kind of uh, viewpoint or, or, or whatever. But, um, oh yeah. Cultivating that there, there's so many benefits to it. It's healthy. I mean, to be honest, it, it in this day and age, more than ever, uh, it is something I think God put into us for to process life. I mean, I think G.K. Chesterton, Chesterton said that the people that are filling up, you know, mental hospitals are the ones that are too logical. That's just oh, wow. too. They try to make sense out of everything, which they will never do. Yeah, that's um, good. There always comes a point where you just don't know, and the fact is, you don't know either. And everybody else doesn't know. So why don't we go ahead and 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 be okay with that? Well, and and to just kind of summarize, we're, we're talking all this year about fighting for family. But, you know, you said, Tim, hey, I've made a lot of mistakes as a parent. I say the same thing. You know, we're all ignorant. It's just on different subjects. You know, we're, we're trying our best as parents. But when you can create that, in, that safe environment, I, I, we find at Crazy Cool Family that the major theme is, is does a kid feel confident at home? Do they feel like they are loved? Do they feel like they have an environment they can be free in? And are their parents real? And, if, and that, that right there overcomes so many parenting mistakes mm -hmm. versus, yes. versus the parent who gets everything right and is, is, you know, make sure that everything is done absolutely correct and their kid has all the best benefits and all those things. Many times those kids get lost because the connection's not there. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Well, there you go. It's like, you're there to be their fan. And I think too many parents want their kids to be their fan. Yeah. And into, and, and into, uh, yeah, uh, well, and I learned, you know, we learned this a long time ago. We, we're just supposed to do things uh, just to, 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 to do what we're supposed to do. And the results, that's something that's none of our business. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to end with this. I don't know if I've ever told you this, Tim, I've told, I've told your brother Todd. So I know yeah. Tim and Todd, we've, we've known each other for many, many years and, um, and so Tim and Todd were two brothers that both of them are amazing individuals. I mean, they have been, you know, great baseball players in college and, and, you know, super talented in business and in comedy and everything else. And so I know Tim and Todd's parents, Coach and Nelda. And so one time I asked Todd, 
I said, Todd, what did your, and his parents, Coach and Nelda are two just um, normal people. I mean, both of them are school teachers. They're great people, but I mean, there's, you know, they're just, you know, they're, they're school teachers and they're just salt of the earth people. And um, I asked Todd one time, I said, Todd, what did your parents do that was so amazing? Like, how did, how did they make two amazing kids come out and you and your brother? And he said, man, my dad was just awed by us. He just thought we hung the moon and he just was always super appreciative of us. Yeah. And he just, and when you, and was, and I've never told you that, I don't think, but I've, I've, I've told this story many times in our parenting stuff, because I think it's an amazing, what would your comment be to that? Yeah, I get chill. I get chills when I think about that. And, um, and yeah, he, he was, I, I'm confident my parents have never said a negative thing behind my back. Never. Yeah. Ever. And so, and I just yeah. want to finish with that. We've been talking about humor, but really humor is a gateway. It's a gateway into this and culture you create in your home where your kids believe that you believe they can do anything. And I don't mm -hmm. mean anything like accomplish the world, but that they can be all that God has for them. And, and yes. just humor is a big part of it. And I just finished with that story because I yeah. think it's a super great example of what we're shooting for as parents, we're not shooting for achievement. We're not shooting for perfection. Mm -hmm. Perfection. We're shooting for confidence in our kids. We're shooting for them to believe in themselves and to believe that God loves them and to believe that they can go be the world changer. And then yeah. that's going to happen. And and I and you know I know your kids, Tim, and I know they do have that confidence. Um, and uh, and I'm just super excited about having you on. And um, you you're touring now. Any parting words? Any yeah. ways that they can connect with you? Wow. There's, uh, yeah, a lot of ways. Um, uh, I think you can go to timhawkins.net. There's, there's tour dates there. Um, you, you can get tickets there. Um, once again, we're doing, uh, do the Tim Hawkins podcast just on Spotify and Apple podcasts. You can uh, listen to that. We, we throw one out new every week. Um, I do that with my wife, Heather, and then my daughter, Olivia and her husband, Luke. Um, so that's been a lot of fun just on all the socials, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Twitter, all that. Um, I actually, uh, my kids make fun of me because I do this thing called cameo now cameo.com and, uh, where the people will use, they'll, they'll pay for like a personalized video. You know, you get really? free. See, that's the thing, Don, you, you get everything from me. You get free. So I hope <laughs> you appreciate that. You're in the, you're, you're the only rewards member in the Tim Hawkins club. So well, you well get hang on now, because you know, my first free thing I ever got, and, and, and I, it was <laughs> Tim Hawkins did my 30th birthday party. You remember that? You remember that? So it was a surprise birthday party. Yep. And, and he, and, and the bit I remember is, is uh, Chris Farley was my high school cross country coach. Yes. And, and he was living in a van down by the river, but he was going to help me motivate me to run better in my cross country days. <laughs> so funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. You were there and you were there in the, man, I used to, I used to perform for food, man. So you were there at the beginning. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fun journey. And, and I, uh, yeah. And once again, I would just tell your audience that Suzanne and Don have always just been just real and awesome. Their kids are, their, their kids are amazing. Um, Don far from perfect. He's got issues. He's got, <laughs> he's got dark rooms. want to go in, but uh, Suzanne has, you know, um, yeah, yeah, just the better just, half. And uh, that's Heather. Speaking of family, Heather is just a, a, a Suzanne fan. She's always just been um, just so real and amazing and 
was one of the um, just, uh, uh, how should I say, uh, I don't want to say matriarch, just just such great support and information support that Heather got from Suzanne. Yeah, and that's good. Part of that, Don, too. And I just, uh, we, we love you guys. Well, I appreciate that a lot. And I want to finish, too, with, um, can they still get, like, if, if uh, I want to input Tim Hawkins into the families that we, that listen to us, can they still get your DVDs and stuff? Oh, online? sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah Tim so- Hawkins. At products, uh, just go to the products page and all that's still available. And so, yeah. so many, so many, if you want a great family time, just get one of the DVDs or go to YouTube and watch some of the clips that are there. Add yourself to the 14 million people that are, have watched. But I mean, that's a, you know, we have sat around many times and just watched a show on DVD. Usually did get it free, I would say, but um, yeah. we, 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 did, we did get the reward member discount, but um. <laughs> But such a uh, such a great entertainment value for your family. Uh, it's just it it will you will sit there at any age. I mean, he, that's one of the cool things about Tim is his comedy appeals to a three year old and an eighty year old. I've never seen anybody be able to do it like that. Where you know he can relate to. He'll have three year olds, seven year olds. 18 year olds and 40 year olds all laughing at the same, all crying at the same time because they're laughing so hard. So um, go to, go find a DVD and, and order any of them will be awesome. So um, yeah, thanks for being on with us. Good to catch up with you. Um, you too. My, I, I love uh, talking about this stuff. So you do, it's just great. Good to talk to you and um, we'll sign off now. So parents go be crazy, go be funny, crazy, crazycoolfamily.com. <laughs>